Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hashtag no music, no intro. Training camp full speed ahead. Saints block party podcast brunch. West Coast brunch was yesterday. A lot going on, Ryan. Lot, lot going on. Um, I, I just, I, I want to start with yesterday. I want to start with the the brunch that went amazingly. Uh, the people that was able to come to it. Thank you so much. It was it was great. It was incredible. Uh, we had our, our partners there. It was just it was such a beautiful experience. Um, Sherm came through acting a fool, and it was it was dope. Uh, Daniel and his family. It really was such a beautiful experience and. In, in terms of like when I, when we talk about what we're building, like that's a perfect example. The the draft meetup was a perfect example. Um, the first meetup last year for the Raiders a perfect example of, of the community that we're building. That and it, it was it was something special, man. It truly was. I mean, man, I'm just so jealous. I couldn't be there, but just looking at, you know, looking at the pictures and the videos. Just everybody just having a good time, bro. All my, he's my dudes, man. Sherm, Dan, London, uh, uh, Miguel. Like, man, like these are day ones right here, man. So just seeing them, it, it like hit me right here, bro. Like just seeing them having a good time, dress fly. You out here with the pink suit, salt pink, oh. with the G nice to match, what we call them G nice. Um, flossy watch, killing them. On the you know in Malibu with the man Pacific in the background, bro. That's like Let, that's some entourage type shit, right? <laughs> there, Listen, yeah. I we have been to that that Mastros in Malibu numerous times, and because of where it is, because it's on the ocean, is that, so there's many Mastros in LA, but there's not a better Mastros in LA than the one in Malibu, strictly for the views. 
I've been at that Mastro's numerous times. If you don't come correct at that Mastro's, per, person of color, like you, you got man, you got to bring when you when you when with that type of people, bro. Like when you of of that elk, or you're at least at a place where people of that elk are located, bro. If you if you ain't coming correct, you ain't you ain't coming right, or you can look that funny. I'm I'm black in, in Malibu, so I'm gonna look that funny anyway. But um, it it was beautiful. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, please do. You could go and check it out at saintsblockparty.com. Um, and obviously, Ryan and I are really putting emphasis and really trying to record and do more video podcasts. Um, obviously, we have podcasts, but we're also, we also have a YouTube channel. So we're at Saints Block Party, Saints Block Party Podcast on YouTube. If you have not went to the channel, please do like, subscribe, watch our videos. It's funny. If you go back to any of the videos uploaded from 2022... <laughs> To, to watching something like like this, you'd be like, "Whoa, niggas are yeah. done, done upgraded a bit." So, I mean, that's that's ultimately the goal, and is and I, I told this to everyone that was that was there yesterday. Was like, I we really feel like this is just like the beginning. Like, this is just the start of something special that we're really trying to build and cultivate. Um, so, big shout out to everyone who came yesterday. Um, you know, it, 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 I don't know how often we'll do something like that because it is, you know, a pretty pricey in, in endeavor. And I and you know, I, I said to to our to our listeners, to our supporters yesterday, our goal is hopefully in two or three years, if we're hosting one of these, that we like we're doing so well at the at the brand, at the podcast, at the company, that it's it's on us. Like that's the goal that we're hoping to get to. Um, and I know that with the hard work and the way we grind, that you know we'll be able to get there, but. Uh, go check out the pictures. Um, retweet the retweet the tweet on Twitter. I'm not I'm not calling it anything else than that. Um, it's on Instagram. I, I shared it on Threads. I wasn't gonna do an actual Threads post, bro. I just came. I just threads. keep forgetting about Threads. I keep That's what I'm saying. No, I just there's too much. There's too much. But uh, I, I I do have something special planned. Um, we kind of went round and with the camera and, and asking people of how they, you know, came across our podcast and what led them to join in the community. And it was just really insightful and just so beautiful to hear. So I plan on creating something out of that, some content out of that, but bear with me. It's going to be extremely busy this entire month of yeah. August for me. Um, who, who thought, oh, it was London. <laughs> London thought that you and I were an item because he didn't know how I looked on on Twitter. All he saw was like the Dawson's the Dawson's Creek stuff. So, he, so first, no, first he thought I was a, I was a, I was a woman, and then he realized I wasn't a woman. That I was a male. <laughs> he <thought> me. <laughs> I know you saw like the music takes and be like, man, yeah, this guy exactly. just some white shit. <laughs> Anyhow. Mm. Uh, that, that aside, it, it just kind of goes to show what our community is about. The fact that Wednesday, you know, I'm going with my daughter. I'm meeting Dan with his wife and his two kids at Disneyland. We're going to spend the day at Disneyland together. Friday is the Taylor Swift concert. Like, this is just, these are just connections and, and things that we've built in a fairly short amount of time, but it doesn't feel like it's a short amount of time. It's feel like, you know, I, I've known Dan and Mike and, whoever else from the UK for, for such a long time. And this is just, sometimes we, you know when you found like your home, you know when you found like your people. And 
yesterday was just a re-emphasis of like th this is it like these are our people and everything so thank y'all for the support so much we appreciate y'all we couldn't do what we do without y'all um miguel i gave him some love on social media i want to give miguel some like love on the pod and just on the video our day one bro like our day our first patreon from day one made me feel old as shit because he said that you know he used to he was listening to, you know he's i believe miguel was listening to me and nick when we were doing the same stock podcast and he started off mm -hmm. by saying like i would i would i was running around i was doing some runs as a student at ucla man miguel was a licensed therapist now bro like I've been, bro. I've been, I got some game in the in the podcast. <laughs> Maybe feel old. That's crazy. Yes, yes, bro. Anyway, um, but let's let's talk about some Saints. We got the pads coming on. Uh, we, it's funny we recorded that episode on Trevor Penning on Thursday, and then like Friday, like yeah, we kind of alluded to the man, man so back out there, which is good. Like it's good, yeah. Like yeah, it's not a bad thing. But there's been some going to be going to be wrong. Yes. And for now. We, 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 <laughs> for now, we'll get into that component of the offensive line, but there's been some interesting things that's happened, you know, these last couple of days, <clears throat> excuse me, on training camp. So we got what, Friday, essentially Friday, Sunday, and today. Uh, Pats came on as of today on Monday. Oh, popping pads? Are you doing something else over there, Ryan? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds the same, I think. <laughs> just, just gotta ask. Um, I'll start with this. Start. I'm gonna start with two things that's kind of caught my my eye and attention. One, Derek Carr just seems to be like we talked about, kind of like that that ease he kind of brought to the offense and like that sense of reassurance. But I I know it's I know it's just clips, bro. I just I know, but it's just like God, 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 squint my eye. Like is this? Their car? And, I, and I'm and I'm not trying to even say like he looks good just because we had Andy Dalton or we went through Trevor Simeon or whatever. It, man, he looks like a damn. It's early, early in training camp, but he looks Fair. like a damn good quarterback. And the Saints may have like lucked their way into having someone as their signal signal caller when they desperately needed it the most. Which is crazy because you know, I was watching a video on YouTube a couple of weeks ago and it was trying to it was kind of drawing a parallel between Saints bringing in Drew Brees and <clears throat> Saints bringing in uh Carr. First, you know, first I'm just like, ah, come on now, like let's not draw that parallel. It's don't. like the luck, the luck Saints had getting Drew Brees coming off a shoulder was just crazy. But the, when I watched the video, it was kind of interesting because when you look at Carr, he was kind of you know always underrated yep. a little bit with the Raiders. Um, went through a plethora of offensive coordinators, head coaches. Um, you always saw something there. But never complete, and it kind of reminds you a little bit of Drew Brees with the Chargers, even though you you know he had shorter time with the Chargers, and then they both did leave their last team kind of unceremoniously. Drew Brees with the injury, Derek Carr getting benched, benched more for like you know financial reasons where they just didn't feel the money matched the production or whatever, right. or what they thought he could be, um, and I think. There is something there. And even Derek Carr said earlier this offseason, he felt like 
I, I don't think he said he lit a, he lit a fire on them, but it was kind of a wake up call for him. Like, right. oh, like he got to be on it. He got to be on his stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just kind of reinvigorated him as like, man, like this this thing could be taken away from me. In, you in know, so way. in the instant, and you know, I think it was a perfect situation for him to come in. Like I talked at nauseum uh, before we signed him that look, he's when he played his best. He was in a very similar offense yes. to what we run. Yes. Um, so it just made so much sense for him. And with the what I gotta give DA and Mickey Loomis is they've worked their butt off trying to surround him as with as much talent as possible, you know, with the cap constraints that they do have. Plethora of skilled position players, a lot of competition at every, you know, just about every uh position. And he's come in and look good, man. Like Derek Carr, he looks comfortable. He talked about it last week, basically saying, like during the summer, early in the summer, it was trying to learn the language, and now he feels like this is his language. He right. he knows the offensive playbook now, but now it's about fine tuning, right. getting you know getting to match with the players and really understanding the nuances. But he understands the language of the system now, and you can see it, bro. Like I'm reading the reports, just. It's not looking like a guy that's trying to figure it out. He's just right. in the game. Make like right. I mean, uh, Nick Underhill was talking about like just the deep passes he's been making. That have been just pretty and on point. Um, Buddy. So it's like, nice. and you know, you got a, a nice big athletic quarterback like him, bro. I'm just saying. Look, I am not saying he's gonna be like some top five quarterback in the league. No, 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 no. Nah. But just like good, solid quarterback play, a guy that can affect every level of the field, um, a guy that can make a second um, second reaction play here and there, man, that's going to mean so much for this offense, for what we've had dealt with the last couple of years. And, and, and I would probably, you know, it's funny because watching quarterback and seeing like Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Cousins, like, someone was interviewing him for something and kind of they, they rank, you know, they said like, you know, people usually rank you in, you know, top 12, top 15, whatever, and ask them about that. And like, that's exactly where Derek Carr kind of falls, right? In that 12 mm -hmm. range, depending on the week. But if being in an offensive system that he's familiar with, with weapons, but more importantly, and it goes back to the ultra repenting thing, a good offensive line, if he could change that 15 to 12 to just like the 10th best quarterback in the NFL, mm. like it, it it's it would, would be huge. Would be huge. huge I'm, I'm going to throw out, I, I'm not, I'm not big on the Drew Brees and, and Derek Carr comparison, but I will throw out a, simila a similarity that I, got, I, I can kind of say this for, for, for facts. Like you're not going to hear anyone else say it. It's all it's all a known fact that originally Drew Brees did not want to come to New Orleans. He wanted to be a Miami yeah. Dolphin and what have you. Derek Carr initially didn't want to be a Saint, bro. Like I, I just gotta. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Like it was not his first choice, and right. I, I know how people are. They're like, oh, who, like where, where, where is that ever said? Who, who said that? Who report? I don't, I don't, I don't play that fucking game. When I say something like that, I, I, I know the validity of it. So the Saints were not his first choice. Like the Saints, literally, like remember they did they did Don, and there was like that waiting and things like that. But at the end of the day, he became a Saint, and since he's 
become a saint and been in the saints quarterback he has kind of took that and ran with it and not looked back um and it's a big year for him like you just said like he has to prove it he has to show that he isn't you know a backup quarterback in the league which was a lot of a, a lot of evaluators or people who evaluate nfl talent within the nfl kind of thought of him after his last season with with the raiders but he it yeah. seems like it's early but he's kind of maybe well on his way of like just being 15 12 to 15 quarterback which is which again would, would be huge right. um see i had i had something great for us oh i not not that I don't know what it means, but the fact that, like, Jimmy Graham at his age is still kind of doing Jimmy Graham things, like, that, it's 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 a little surprising to me. And the fact, like, the, the signing happened, happened, and there was, like, that nostalgia and that just, like, ooh, yeah, like, oh, my God, like, Jimmy's back. But then, like, it's like, right. Jimmy, Jimmy got something still up and take a little bit, bro. Like, no, no, that's I mean. <laughs> You want to it talk seems about like some, some like some things that kind of made me go like what like some surprising things that you know in terms of just reading some reports that absolutely stood out to me, bro. For me, like anything you get from Jimmy Graham is like yes. extra. It's just yes. icing on the top of a cake. I mean, it's just extra because I mean he didn't play last year. Nope. He was not. He was out of football last year, and probably that last his last couple of years of his career was just kind of. Man. Forgettable, like very forgettable. I mean, he was with the Bears for two years. Like I was like, really? I forgot. Like I remember him catching that one touchdown in the playoffs against us, and he kind of ran out the dome. Oh, I, like, yeah. that, was, that was the last play I remember of him. Honestly, like completely <laughs> forgot about that. Completely, it was like a, it was like the garbage touchdown. It was a garbage touchdown. He just left. Like, he was like, bye. You know, I thought that was I thought that was it for him. Um. So for him to be like catching passes, trucking DBs into the end zone at practice training camp in August, bro, that's for that's wild, bro. And I'm just saying, if you getting that type of Jimmy Graham, and he's not gonna do that all training camp, of course, of course, you know. But the fact that he has to has that in him at his old age with the intelligence he's you know created over time, knowing NFL. No NFL defenses. And the he's going to be a weapon, man. And they said it in his presser, and so did Jawan Johnson. Like, now he's, like, the, the older statesman of the tight end room, which is wild. Right. Like, wow. like, like he's passing the knowledge. You know, Jawan Johnson made the, the Ninja Turtles comparison and that Jimmy yeah. was, like, Master Splinter. And it's like, damn. Like, first, where, one, where did Tom go? Two, um, I think you, you see how – Football player or not, man. Sometimes, like, just getting older, mature, like, maturity comes with that, right? Because a big reason why what led to Jimmy Graham getting traded was even though he may have not ever said anything publicly about it, like, it, it I guess internally the, the team felt like he was a very, like, me-like player. Like, he was very worried about his stats, his numbers, his touchdowns, and – you know, things happen in life, things happen in your football career where it's like, shit, just like the whole Derek Carr thing. Like, I might not have this for very long. Like, I must, you could, you could be a star for a minute and then boom, it's gone. And the fact that he's now more of like team, like how how can I help my teammates, you know, kind of around me get better and how can we win collectively just shows, just shows the maturity. Um, anything that's kind of caught your eye thus far in training camp? 
or from, I guess we should say oh, from the camp reports. Oh man, a lot, man. Um, first thing come to mind, uh, Jake Hayner. Uh, I watch these videos of training camp, and I just watch them, and I'm like, "This is like, what? Where? What? Where did he get drafted? Was it third, fourth? It round? was four, fourth. The fourth round. I'm like, yeah, because Ken, uh, Kendra Miller was third. Yeah, he looks better than any Saints quarterback they've ever drafted. Got it. Yes, at this point. Easily, like I'm, I could say that without question. Like he looks good. He he looks exactly how you think. He's compact. He's a compact delivery. He's sudden, but he doesn't make many mistakes, man. Like he is everything I'm reading. He's just like on point. He's accurate. He's making good decisions. This is a hard offense to learn, bro. Hard. We've bro. seen all these. We've seen all these quarterbacks come in and struggle. Veteran quarterbacks come in and struggle with this offense. And he's just picking it up, man, and it's just promising to hear. I don't know what he'll be in the future. I don't know if he'll ever be a starter. Um, but, like, to me, he's, like, on track from right now to be, like, QB2 next year, which is great. Like, if, he, if you can get a QB2 at a cheap price in this league, that's a great thing, man. So, uh, it's just – I just find it fascinating. His career – I mean, his preseason is going to be real interesting. It is. He should play quite a bit. He should play quite a bit. I hope so. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he does, man, because he has all the tools. He made a nice deep pass today that was just nice and pretty. And, it, you know, that's not something you would think that's in his repertoire, but he's somebody that, you know, that can get stronger. He moves well. He, You know, he's making all these different passes, like, you know, rolling out to his right and stuff like that. Like, man, that's, this might be a nice little pick right here. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I think I, I, Miller, oh, go ahead. one thing I'll add, I'll add to – to Hayner is that 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 QB two depending on how he plays rest of training camp and rest of preseason, he, he he might force the Saints to have an interesting decision if he continues to play well. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say, Ryan. That's all I'm gonna say. Just, hey. On top of that, I mean, look, if Jameis, if Jameis looks good this preseason, and we already seeing injuries pop up around the league, mm. you know, um, you look at you look at you know Joe Burrow, he's gonna be out a couple of weeks. And it's only going to get worse from here on out, you know. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't touch the Saints, but you're going to see it get worse. You know, you can see a team calling up and say, man, look, James, they look at James' contract, it's like, what, one or two million? Nothing. Peanuts. A, a team going to look at that and be like, Shh, I mean, if, hey, what y'all want? You know what I'm saying? Take a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, whatever. Something. That's something you can make a move. It'd be up to James, you know, if he, for him to okay it. I mean, he doesn't really have to kid. Yeah, I was like, no, he I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would jump at the bit at being a starter. You know? Right, right. Um, you're about you about to talk about the rookie running back Miller. Yeah, man. Like everything I'm hearing about him, explosive. Give me an explosive, great feet. Every time I watch videos of him, great feet, moves well. Him coming off that MCL, I was kind of worried. I was too, um, man. But yeah, I was really worried and. He looks good, man. I heard he popped one today. Um, he's just on that speed. It just the things I mean reminds me of the things I was hearing about Kamara when he came in as a rookie. Like, man, he just keeps showing these little things here. And I'm not saying he's gonna be Kamara. I'm just saying these are the type of positive things I'm hearing. So that's just good to hear, bro. Like you want to hear that about your rookie running back because running backs is just one of those positions 
well, you pretty much see it early, bro. Like, right. if you're not a good running back, you're going to see it early. If you have it, like if you have some of those things to succeed as a running back, it needs to pop. It's going to pop in non-padded practices, and it's really going to pop in padded practices. Yes, yes, it absolutely will. Yeah. So the fact that we're hearing that and seeing that is a good thing. Uh, another thing I keep hearing is very interesting to me is this, uh, when we heard, you know, about Andrews Pete getting injured today. Look, Pete, Pete going to Pete. Pete going to Pete. Pete going to Pete. But even before that, they, yeah, look, even before that, though, it's just this James Hurst talk, bro. Like, like Pete, I just don't feel like they went to this offseason with Pete written in pen. He's been written in pencil. Pencil, man. Pencil. Yeah. I wonder if part of that is just – I wonder how much of that is his play and how much of that is his availability. Oh, availability plays a ton, man. Because if you – I mean, he's, he's, he's been who he is since 2015, bro. Like, that's, that's – we're going on eight years of Pete, bro. We know we know the Pete experience. So, it's just like if I'm – I mean, he's a Pro Bowl – he's a Pro Bowl guard. I mean, we could talk about Pro Bowl. But he's a Pro Bowl guard. And he took a pay cut this offseason. Yeah. I mean, you get guards getting paid, bro. They getting paid. They're not taking pay cuts right now. Pro Bowl guards. And just the fact that he took a pay cut just tells you that there's, you know, stank in the water. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew he probably couldn't get as good on the open market. On the market. I'm, I keep, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm keep putting out, and not, not, I'm just putting out the, the Pete verse for him. Winfro, bro. Just, just uh, not. That's not. I want to be clear. That's nothing I've heard. That's more of a just. Uh, it would. It makes. It makes a lot of sense for both sides. That's all, man. That's he would. He would. God damn it! With his injured ass. Um. But I just kept seeing that, that video of him walking. I just kept thinking of that picture of him walking to uh, Razor Kane. Razor Kane, baby. <laughs> the, the infamous Pete gone Pete, bro. Just, just. Pete, bro. Uh, can we? He, like talk just really hit on very quickly this there's there's motion there's pre-snap motion what? that's what i'm hearing man someone get the did someone the memo listen to an episode so scott i don't know i'm i'm glad but jokes aside i'm glad i'm hearing or, or reading it now because there's no way as a functional nfl team offense defense that potentially you are going to do something in a game situation that you are not doing when you practice. Just NFL teams do not operate like that. So if, if a team is not using motion in training camp, that team is not usually going to use motion during the regular season. So the fact that there's these, this, this scuttlebutt that there's, there's using motion, players are going in motion, like that's what it's encouraging to hear because it was extremely frustrating last season of – I we, we get it right. They had Andy Dalton. You know, it was it is what it was. The offensive line was you know kind of battered. But like, you got to help your offense out. Help your quarterback out. You know, get a like. Okay, I'm using him. Okay, tells it signals this man to me. Signals this, whatever it is. Create a mismatch. I'm glad that it's being implemented during training camp. Yeah, man. Like just seeing that. <clears throat> excuse me. I was just seeing that, man. It was. I was so happy to see that. And just uh, looking at some of the clips, you see it. You see the motion. You see it, they're doing some things with the run game, bro. I'm seeing, you know, Raheem Shahid using a run game. I'm seeing Taysom Hill. I'm seeing all kind of players getting moved around. I'm hearing about Elvin Kamara in the run game in the past game. 
him screen passes. I need it, bro. I need it. I need all that, man. All that. I need our rebrand to coincide with the uh, at least a Saints offensive rebrand, bro. Just the, the same time, bro. <laughs> this is a new Pete, new Pete Carmichael. <laughs> I need Pete come out. This is a new me, baby. N- new me. Um, let's let's on the defense a little bit. We don't we don't want this episode to go too long. Uh, we we are recording this Monday night to get something out to y'all on Tuesday for the rest of the week. We do have a special guest that we will be recording with on Thursday evening that we think y'all we we don't think we know y'all will like. But like I said, a lot of things going on this week. Um, personal slash podcast because a lot of it's with Dad. Um. But we will we again want to make sure that y'all are in the know. We want to make sure that y'all get content. Y'all have something to listen to with training camp. Let's hit on the defense. I'm just gonna say and start with it's still very early with the whole battle at, at the cornerback two position. And it does truly seem like it is a it is an actual competition. You know, don't write off Paulson Adebo. He's you know, he's no. with the two with the ones as well. Yeah. Boy. The boy playing, bro. He, Adebo ain't ain't giving it up, bro. Like you going to take it from him. Adebo has been playing well in this camp, man. His coverage has been outstanding from everything I've reading, and he's been going up against Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, <clears throat> everybody, bro. And his coverage has been outstanding. I mean, he he picked off Michael Thomas. I mean, he picked off um, Jameis today going against Michael Thomas. And that was just one on ones, which you know, one on ones. That's heavily favored to Michael to the wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely, always. So, so I mean, this dude, and look, give him credit, man. He had a great rookie year. Um, really excelled down the stretch. Started off last season kind of banged up, and you know that showed in his play a little bit. And he's healthy now, and he's he's playing like it, bro. He ain't playing around. And like they tell, he's been playing well too. So. It's a good problem. It's a good problem, like, bro. Like, like, I'll take it. All right. I'm fine it, with it, it. It feels like how we kind of felt. We didn't know how to feel when we got good linebacker play. Like, I feel that way kind of the same with corners. Like, we went through, oh. we, we went through him, bro. Jason, Jason David. Like, we searched for oh, so long and <laughs> so hard for <laughs> starting <laughs> NFL corner. And now we it's like we have, we have three players that can start. It's sticking with the corners. You, I think you have been talking about it, or at least texting about it well, and just of the maturity that has now come with Marshawn Lattimore. Like he is a professional football player. Um, I think some, I think a lot of that too is, I think we, I mean, maybe we don't forget, but it doesn't get talked about a lot that, you know, two years ago, you know, he had that, that incident with, with the law and which was whatever that that's a different conversation for a different day, but that sometimes, like as a as like a person, like that can mature you and mature you really, really quickly. Oh, yeah. And he has just been a professional football player. And barring injury, I really do think that he like wants to remind the league of how dominant and how good and elite he can be when he's at the top yeah. of his game. Yeah, because he's been, you know, been somewhat of an afterthought, um, especially after last year he missed what eight games. A lot, man. Um, so you just, yeah, and you just kind of like most players on this team, they've been kind of forgotten. Um, that's a that's a good and, point. It, that should be like if if I'm if I'm DA, 
and I don't know if he's a motivator like this. I know I know another coach that would have been a motivator like this. But if I'm DA, that's my that's my message to the entire team, this entire training camp, yes. leading up to the regular season. I'm talking. I'm I'm pulling AK aside, and I'm showing I'm showing him the Madden rating, the rankings. I'm showing him what the <laughs> list of other top running backs in the league. I'm pulling Derek Carr aside, and I'm showing him how many people written him off after you know the Raiders thought he were done with him. Like these are like just motivational tactics. It's not, and it's not even yeah. like brain. It's not even brain surgery, bro. This is just simple. No, shit. where like these dudes are dogs. They are like alpha males and are uber competitive most of them and you want to get that that fire that bravado that moxie where they're bringing that in training camp they're bringing that in the regular season and you're getting the best play out like my message to them if i was the coach is go remind the league why we're great because everyone does not remember who the new orleans saints are Bro, I'm, about, I'm about to give a pep talk right here. I'm about to I'm ready. Right, just say might put me in the huddle like Demario, bro. Like, <laughs> but like, if you really if you really break it down, that's what that's what it feels like, and that's what the theme of is for this upcoming season. Everyone's been mm-hmm. everyone's forgotten about the Saints for for good. Mostly, honestly, I get it for good reason. They they we have as a as a team as a. I won't say the fan base because we we always rep. Unfortunately, sometimes yeah. but as a team, after last season and even with Sean Payton, that season went as well as it was going to go. Just an afterthought, man. Like like I I yeah. put a question to you on like quite a few episodes back. I was like, bro, we like the new Tennessee Titans. Like that's like turning that, that boat, bro. So. If I'm the coach, I'm amping the team up and saying, "Go, go, go make these, go make these dudes remember you." Like, get be getting talked about on, you know, Good Morning Football on ESPN on the podcast. Like, make them change your Madden rate rating, even though that's r- ridiculous. But anyhow, sorry, I went on a little tangent there, but I just feel like it's a, it's such an important theme of this of this season for a lot of players on this team, man. Marcus yeah. May, like, Mar- like. I still haven't seen a lot of Marcus May pub in training camp. Bro. I don't, is, he, is, he, is he there? Is he, I don't know. I've heard I've heard a little bit that he's just he's looking comfortable. I've heard he's looking comfortable in our defense. But other than that, man, give me some picks. Don't need some. Show me something, bro. Some, bro. some shit. Hey. Anyway, let's let's get back to to Marshawn. I'm, I'm I apologize. Yeah, but if you remember early in his career, um, he would start slow off in camp, kind of you know just kind of like I'm the man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm, I'm a Very game player. I'm a practice player. I'm a game player, you know. Very lot of that. Very likes the days ago. And then the first two, three games of the season, he'll let a couple players go. And then, you know, he'll eventually face Mike Evans or somebody. And then he'll turn it on. Lock and lock you know. in. I, I said, I tweeted like two weeks ago. I said, I want to see him hit that kind of Stephon Gilmore stretch in his career. Mm. Where remember Stephon Gilmore with the Bills. Very good player with the Bills, but kind of forgotten. Like, you know, nobody yeah. – he's the Bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't really right. think about him. Went to New England, and then he just kind of progressed into just a elite – Dominant. Elite dominant corner. One defensive player of the year, won a Super Bowl with him, all that stuff. I want to see him trying to take – like, get that stretch. Where you're not having those games that where you're like, oh, well, what, what happened to him this game? No, just elite. Straight, elite, consistent play throughout the season, 
not going to play perfectly, but close to perfect, get some picks, help your team, make some clutch plays, you know, be in the conversation for defensive player of the year, maybe win defensive player of the year. I want to you know see those. Hard, you know how hard it is to win defensive player of the year as a corner, bro? Ooh, it's oh. hard, bro. It's hard, man. It's very hard. But it's it's possible, it's, you know. It's happened, uh, right. It's happened. So, you know, at least just be in the conversation. I just want to see him hit that stretch just for his personal accolades. But also that comes with a team being good. Like, you don't get those accolades yep. when you're 7 and 10. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it it's going to take it's going to take for the whole defense to be good and the team to be good. Speaking sticking with the defense, one one thing that's kind of, you know, been a huge, you know, talking point this entire season for the defense in particular is pass rush. So it's still still early, still early don't want to don't don't want to get too excited, take anything too away from it, but just if you're reading John Hendricks and just talking like just if you're reading Ross Jackson's things like a smidge feistier, a smidge feistier. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I gotta see it. Yeah. We, we is. I don't. I don't even consider us like uber critical. It's just like as fans, we gotta see it, man. Like we need to see it in the game. Like Peyton Turner seems like he is having a, a, a great training camp, which is great. And I will hold off on the jokes. But if if you are in a preseason game, if you're going against a backup left tackle, if you're not dominating that backup left tackle. I, I don't care what's yeah. happening in training camp, bro. Like, I got, I got. There right. has to be like results to, to, what what we're hearing or what we're reading. Exactly, exactly. Same goes for everybody. Um, look, I mean, I haven't heard much about Foskey yet. Right. Haven't heard much about Brissy yet. They're rookies. We'll see. I'm not, but you know, I want to, I want to start hearing something, something as we go on. I want to see something in a preseason game. I want to see something to be excited about. Um. Zach Bone, baby, like I heard he's been using the pass rush a little bit. Let's get some of that going, man. Like they gotta they gotta bring it, bro. Like the pass rush has to bring it. Uh I've been here. Call Grant, Big Creep. Big Creep is showing up. Hashtag uh so, yeah, I mean they have guys, man. They gotta have, they have guys. It's just gonna be so interesting. It's kind of mirror image of the offensive line where we won't really know until live action. Right. You know, until they figure out, you know, who they want to put on the field. And so it's going to be interesting, man. But you, I feel really good about the secondary. And that secondary should help the front. Yeah. So like give just them an extra, an extra second to two seconds mm-hmm. can be a difference between a, a completed pass and a, and a sack sometimes, like sometimes in the NFL. So. Sorry, we're back as, again, technical difficulties, still working out the kinks and the bugs of all the, the new video recording that we're doing. Uh, before we wrap up, I did want to bring up, has has this been the most competitive kicker battle that we've seen in a really long time? Gotta be, right? Easily. Yes, yes. I don't know who's winning, like, bro, like, I, one, I, I one day I'll see, like, Lutz hitting, like, eight for eight. Next day, Groupie or whatever his name is, he knocking six for six. I'm like, sheesh. I don't know. Push comes to shove. If the battle is even at the end of preseason, who do you think they keep? Probably Lutz. 
I would if it's say. even, it's less. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the album, yeah. Just strictly if it's even, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, I, I would agree. It kind of goes hand in hand with their uh, their whole thing of you know you know they've shook shooken up things a little bit, but like they still love their continuity. They still love yeah. that, that oh, yeah. type of thing. Um, one thing I did want to point out when we were talking about the cornerbacks as we wrap up is it is noted and kind of brought up of how you know we talked about Joe Woods when he got hired and how I was like, oh, I'm sure. But it does seem like there is a more hands-on approach um, with specific uh, positional groups, just yeah. more hands-on coaching. Um, he's definitely done that a lot with the DBs, uh, this training camp. And so that is notable. Will that mean anything at the end of the day? Who knows? But Who knows? It, is, it is a difference from last training camp. Yeah, and just... You know, the whole vibe around this training camp is different, which is I appreciate it because it feels like last year it was chill. It was like, man, we the Saints. We out chill. All we got to do is show up. This year, I mean, a lot of more um, just a competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, just stress on players as far as the good type of stresses. You know, we're competing and it's quiet. Like, it's quiet as far as nobody's looking at the Saints. Like they just showing up, training camp every day, grinding, grinding it out, trying to get better, and that's how I like it. Nobody watching the Saints. We ain't got Sean Payton talking to shit, you know. Bring it in. Aaron Rodgers fruit. Uh, oh my god! I just, I'm looking at that, bro. I'm like, man, I'm so happy we ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Can we? I, I, we didn't even talk about this because it's such a Saints thing. Like the fact that. Like they they signed Trey Turner and like in four days he he was out what, out bro out, out for the season gone like Go. that depth like we we talked about and will likely be needed like he it's just it's, it is what it is as a Saints fan as as Diaz pointed out like he was a depth piece but like I think in the long run he could have been a very valuable depth piece just because of how banged up the offensive line has yeah. Been historically gotten throughout a season. Um, but as it is, when you're, when you're a Saints fan, it just sometimes you just, it is. But um, any anything else before we wrap up and get out of here that is just kind of, it's good. To, speaking of injuries, like besides the Trey Turner one, uh, again, knock on wood, there hasn't been a whole bunch um, Michael Thomas is still full and healthy and practicing, which is like, I feel Shut like- your mouth. I'm, just, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> might have to, might have to like edit, edit that out and post, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Like, see, like, I saw him today. Like, he had your back shoulder throw down the field, hit the ground, and he just popped up. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> but, but again, right? Going back to that theme, right? No one in the NFL, no one in the NFL media thinks Michael Thomas can be. Michael Thomas again, right? He's an right. He's, it's it's the same thing, bro. Like this is the season of everyone feels like they every everyone the majority of people in NFL media and maybe even in the NFL just sees the Saints and even their elite players are just afterthoughts. AK, right. Michael Thomas, Derek Carr, Marshawn Lattimore. Afterthoughts, bro. Like go go show them something, bro. Like Go yeah. show him something. Get him fired up. Go show him something. Anyway, that that's it. We, 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 we're ending it. 
Um, we will be back on Thursday evening, uh, recording with a very, very special guest. I know you guys are going to like it. Um, just a great person that we're having on the pod. I don't even know why it's taking this long to get this person on the pod, honestly. Yeah. Don't know why. It, it, that dude be busy, bro. I just look at him like, man, I'm not about to. Grinding, Brad. But, um, we know y'all like it. So we're recording that on Thursday. Friday, it will be up. You can listen, watch it on Friday uh, over the weekend. But please, um, anyone who listens to this, who watches this, the likes on YouTube, the subscribes on YouTube, the retweets on Twitter, uh, Instagram, like just posting it to your story, whatever it is, we, we so much appreciate it. It really helps out the podcast, even if you're not a Patreon, even, even if that's something that you're not able to do. Um, if, you, if you do that, if you're a supporter of us and you can do that, it means a lot to us. Please also our affiliate podcast, Saint City and me with Dan and, and, and Mike and the See, this is this is what it gets me. If I knew I was saying the name, I should have just watched the video before I started recording. But like, I don't prep myself. The <laughs> see, I was about to say like, a, about, bro, I was about to call it like a like a Cubano, bro, like like a terrorist. <laughs> the Cubano chasers, bro. I love the Cubanos. The Chocopo Chocopo Chasers podcast uh, with G. Eric and and Dash has uh, AKA Mr. Foreign Objects. Please, please check them out. If you're into video games, like the, like the next couple of months video game wise um, is insane with Spider-Man 2 game coming out, um, um, Starfield, I think it's called Starfield, Star something on Xbox. Check that out. Listen to Diane, listen to, listen to Mike in terms of like their love of the Saints and the culture of New Orleans um, being in and from the UK. Just give a very different perspective. And it's just, we're just nice just listening to hearing that accent. I was talking to, to Dan's daughter, Evie, and I was like, oh, it's not like a little Adele right here, bro. Like she's about to, she's about to come out of it. <laughs> Someone like me about to come out of Evie, bro. It's just, it's just oh, yeah. a- they had a really good episode recently with uh, Max, Dark Saint. Yes, um, so talk about restaurants, out. food. Please, uh, again, this is a community. Like, they're, you know, we all want to just be able to put out content that y'all enjoy, that y'all listen to. Um, but in, in turn, we hope that we do enough where we you want to be a part of the community and, and become a community. So patreon.com slash saintsblockparty. If you haven't become a patron, it's your chance to do so now. So many things we have set up for this upcoming season. I, it's just insane in terms of everything we have planned. So time to become a Patreon before the season gets underway is now. Thank y'all so much for all the support. Thank y'all for being a part of us, for helping us build this community and continue to build something special. Um, we mean that from the bottom of my heart, of our hearts. Um, we'll be back this week with a guest. With that, we're out. Peace. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.